It's funny to hear this question being asked of Jesus about his disciples today because this is John, John's, some of John's disciples who are fasting coming to Jesus' disciples noticing that his disciples aren't fasting and asking why aren't they fasting, whereas all of us as Jesus' disciples in the second day of Lent um, have just all started fasting, so it kind of doesn't make sense. But there's a really important question here, um, and there's this difficulty that we see in, in John's disciples in the way that they're um, viewing the spiritual life, the way they're viewing God, asking them to kind of interact with him, that they're stuck in a black and white sort of way of thinking, that either we should be fasting or we should be feasting, but we can't kind of hold these two realities in tension. My solution for that today is that I want to encourage us to try and think like zebras because we need to be able to hold the black and the white together. So this is how we, this is how we overcome this. Um, we can see this in so many ways in Christianity that we have opposite, like, well, two sort of realities or two ideas that are seemingly opposite or seemingly contradictory, but in our faith we somehow have to hold them together. Um, and it's always easier to think in just one extreme. We see this in um, many of the heresies that have come up in the church over the centuries have been because we can't hold Jesus as being fully God and fully man, so therefore we reduce him to either just being God or either just being man and, and not being properly the other one. Or we think of the same with the Trinity of we, we can have three persons or one God, but they kind of don't make sense together. So um, again, we can go wrong if we just look at the unity of God, but then deny the three persons, or we look at three persons, then we end up with three gods instead of one. Um, and the same can be seen in the kind of the rejoicing and the fasting of our spiritual life. Um, it might be simpler if we think that we're all terrible sinners and until we get to heaven, we just need to toil away at our penitence and we just have to beat our breasts and fast continually um, because we're still in our sin. We still need to grow towards God. So we'll spend our whole lives fasting and then once we get to heaven, it'll be all right and then we can rejoice in the Lord. Or we can take it the other way and say that, okay, Jesus has died on the cross. He's done away with all of our sins. He's risen to new life. He's victorious. Therefore, we can just forget our sins and um, throw away our fasting and just rejoice and live as joyful Christians every day, just singing Alleluia every day. Oh, no, I said the, I said the sacred word. Um, but the Lord instead invites us to hold these two things in tension, where um, both a Friday people and a Sunday people. We see this in the course of every week. We have Friday as a day to observe penance, and then on Sunday we observe the resurrection. Whereas even when we celebrate the Mass every day, we're celebrating both the cross and the resurrection together because we can't separate these two events. So in our personal spiritual lives, yes, we ought to be rejoicing, giving praise to God, um, celebrating in gratitude for his grace at work in our lives, for the freedom that we have over sin, for the way that we're seeing his life springing up within us. But also, if any of us have lived for more than 30 seconds, we know that there's still always struggle with sin and there's still um, brokenness and weakness that we wrestle with. So we ought to also press into the cross um, so that we can allow God's victory to come into those broken parts of our hearts as well. 
So as Jesus says, um, yes, my disciples aren't fasting now because I'm with them, but the time will come when they are to fast. So as we journey through Lent, this season where we do put the emphasis upon fasting, we put the emphasis upon um, our penance, our need for purification, um, more than on the need for praising God, but that's all right, we balance it out with the Easter season that's slightly longer than Lent. Um, as we enter into our fasts, let's, let's still keep that praise and gratitude in our hearts. Let's still keep that hope alive that we're doing this because we know the Lord is risen. We're doing this in, in the confidence that humbling ourselves in this way, opening ourselves up to God's grace in this way, um, will be fruitful because we know that Jesus has overcome our weakness and our brokenness and our sin um, and he is offering us new life. So let's fast, but not um, in a gloomy, despairing way, but let's, let's keep that joy of the Lord as we fast and, and keep our hearts set squarely on Easter where the, the death of our fasting, the, the laying down our lives of our penance, will bear great fruit in the resurrection.